You're listening to The Hot Tag with the real tag team champs, Matty Ice and Axel the Axeman, where we talk everything wrestling. This episode of Hot Tag is brought to you by... Hey, Matty Ice, I'm kind of hungry. Yeah, you know what? So am I. Let's go get us a pizza or something. Order a pizza in. No. Why would we order a pizza when we could have pile driver pizza? Comes in four awesome varieties. Pepperoni, sausage and pepperoni, four cheese, and supreme. Ooh, sounds delish. Give me a supreme. All right, let's go down in the store. And if you guys are hungry too, you can get them in a store near you. This is Axel the Axeman, and you're listening to Hot Tag with the Beer City Boys on the Anchor Podcast app. Welcome back to Hot Tag with the Beer City Boys again. At last, it's Saturday. Back at it. Axeman standing across the island from me, peninsula, whatever you want to call it. We're drinking the the Axeman brew, homebrew, (laughs) or... Not, not homebrew, but uh, uh, the Axeman coffee blend this morning. <clears throat> so, sun's shining right now. Hopefully it's going to be nice and warm. And uh, we'll have a good day. What's going on, Axeman? Well, not much. Stayed up a little late last night, but the Taskmaster let me sleep in a little. A little, till he woke me up. But uh, yeah, just trying to catch up on some some wrestling news. I felt like uh, this week was a decently big week with a fairly amount, a fair amount of like info and um, moving along with storylines and stuff. Um, but yeah, how how are you? How was your week? Oh, my week was kind of. Uneventful, I'll say. Um, I got to the gym four out of five days this week, so um, not not horrible, but hey, that's still pretty good. Yeah, I want it all, you know. Yeah. Um, my gym buddy just released his new book, Super Mail. It's out on his website, SethSpartan.com. Anybody that wants to be. <clears throat> in Superman-like condition. He's got a lot of knowledge and background behind him. Um, that uh, he's giving you in a book for 20 bucks. So, check it out on his website, sethspartan.com, or uh, uh, wait for it to drop on Amazon in like four weeks. Nice. So. Well... Did you watch any wrestling this week? Uh, that's a big negative on that one. <laughs> I um, was trying to catch some of the highlights, but um, I didn't really catch too much of the action. Yeah. I, I don't know. Sometimes I feel like with wrestling is that... Uh, the most important things that they put out is like the second week before pay-per-view or whatever. <clears throat> like that that middle stage. Not like the last the last episode before pay-per-view. It's like the the two pay-per-views in the middle. Or the two shows in the middle. Yeah, I can see that. I mean, it's just now March, so WrestleMania is still month away. About a month away. Um, so yeah, I could see where like next week, this week was, I don't know, I feel like they did make a little bit of advancements forward, uh, especially in WWE. Um, well, obviously, because WWE is the only one that does WrestleMania, but um, yeah, I mean, I can see that where like they're holding back because, you know, they want to get Get those last-minute pay-per-view buys or people subscribing to Peacock now, I guess. But <clears throat> Sure. Uh, do you think they're, the way that they set up for pay-per-views is different now that they don't have 
Or now that they just have Peacock and they don't do the straight pay-per-view buy? Mm, probably a little bit, I would say. Because you before, I mean, people were having to pay 50 to 70 bucks. 70 bucks or whatever it was for the pay-per-view. And I mean, you want to make it at least sound intriguing to your, your buyers so that way they're like, eh, I don't really feel like buying it this month. All right. So, yeah, in that sense, yeah, I think um, the setup to the matches are a little different. I wonder if they still get, if Peacock sees the increase of subscriptions like right around WrestleMania time. Like, I wonder if there's people... I'm, I'm sure. You think there's people out there that just watch WrestleMania, like people just watch the Super Bowl? Oh, yeah. 100%. I mean, they might even watch, like, the Big Four. Yeah. <clears throat> but Peacock is re relatively cheap, and there's a lot of good content on it. So, like, if, if you sign up for Peacock and you're not using it, like... I'll just say there's something wrong with you. <laughs> because, the, the I mean, the, the content out there is just, it's there. No, yeah. I was going to say that, too. I mean, I feel like out of all the streaming services, we probably use Peacock the most. Even if you eliminate all my time on, like, the, the network section, like, I'm always watching. There's, like, tons of good stuff on there. Yeah. And, you know, it's... Obviously, it's got all the NBC stuff. You know, you got... I mean, I think they got the movies on there, too. Like you said, it's fairly cheap. Yeah. I mean, I watch a, a lot of... Um, I, I kind of like split between... Um, like Amazon, Hulu, and Peacock for programming. So... Yeah. Well, quick side note. I don't know if you know this or not. Said you brought up Amazon. This year, the Brewers are going to be on Amazon Prime. Yep. I don't know if you knew that or not. So I did. One of five exclusive teams. So that's pretty sweet. So I'll probably I'm going to try to watch damn near every Brewers game. But I still got to bring you people wrestling content. Right. Um. All right. Well, where do you want to start with uh with wrestling news this week? I feel like we've sent each other a lot of stuff. We kind of did, right? I mean, we sent, we kind of tagged each other in some things, and then like you sent it to me like right after, <laughs> or vice versa. Um, yeah, we could probably, uh, you know what? Let's let's just go off with with the news that uh, we sent each other, like some of that stuff. Um, oh, da, da, da. oh, wow. We said these sort of a lot of things this week. Yeah, I feel like we've seen each other more this week than we have in a while. <clears throat> That's what I was saying. Like, I felt like there was a lot of stuff going on. Jeez, we're going back to like Sunday since we sent each other stuff. I mean, the first thing was uh, the Indie Wrestling Hall of Fame thing. Oh, yeah. Um, I really can't like zoom in, but like Christopher Daniels is on there. Yeah, um, I think I think it's um, let's see here. Christopher Daniels is on there. I know Paul London is on there. It's it's two years though, so like the class of twenty two is. Oh, okay. I I got it. I got it. Um, the link popped up for me. Um, so Jerry Lynn, Homicide, Tracy Smothers. Paul London, Jimmy Jacobs, Excalibur, Christopher Daniels, 
cheerleader Melissa, whoever that is. But um, it's the I should we I should uh, rephrase that. It's the GCW Orange Crush presents the Indie Hall of Fame. Yeah, Indie <clears throat> Wrestling Hall of Fame. And they're class of 2022 and 23. And 23. The the. Excalibur, Christopher Daniels, and Paul London, Jimmy Jacobs, yeah. those guys are 23. Um, but yeah, they're piggybacking off of uh, WrestleMania. Yeah. They're going to be in Philadelphia. So. Well, why wouldn't you? Yeah, might as well, right? That's right. <clears throat> so, yeah, so that, that's uh, that's pretty cool. Um. What other major news that we had? Um, Virgil and uh, Ole Anderson passed away this week. Yep. So. <clears throat> I didn't know Virgil was only 62. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I guess I saw somebody kind of interviewed Ted DiBiase a little bit. Yeah. And I guess he was saying that uh, the... He didn't even know where he was living and how bad a shape he was in or whatever. And he knew he'd been struggling for a while, but. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's not good, but. I don't know. I feel like every time you'd hear about Virgil, they'd say that he'd be like at a wrestling convention with a table and nobody would come visit him or anything. Yeah. I think he was just like trying to get any little bit of money he could. Probably. He really wasn't wasn't much after he uh, left DiBiase. Like after he left DiBiase, he was just kind of like a like an uh, I'll say like a nobody, but I mean he wasn't really a nobody. Yeah. <clears throat> so I just saw that he had a match with Bret Hart and. He did really well with Bret Hart, hmm. so. But, um, uh, essentially that, uh, that indie wrestling, um, uh, video, the tidbit of the being, the guy being thrown out of the ring on fire. Yeah. Like, Throwing 20 feet to the outside. And there's like four people in the crowd. Now there was more people. Yeah. But. Why? Why would you even bother doing that stuff? Hey. He got his, uh. 15 seconds of fame. Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, I don't know. That's pretty dumb, though. Like, that just doesn't make sense to me. So, another thing that uh, we saw on Monday night was uh, Gunther and, and Imperium standing off against uh, uh, the Judgment Day. Do you think Damien might go for the Intercontinental? I don't know. I, <clears throat> I mean, usually you see somebody cashing in on the world's champion. That's the thing is, I don't... I... Because <clears throat> Austin Theory did that. He cashed it in for the U.S. title, right? I think he did. And like, to me, that just seems like a waste. But... Um, yeah, I don't know what they're going to do. I, I think... If you want my honest opinion, I think that it depends on what they're going to do with the Judgment Day. I'm wondering if they're going to break them up. And, um... Because I guess Rey Mysterio came back last night. So I'm wondering if they're going to try to build a quick match with him and and Dominic. I don't know if Dominic's going to turn face or not, or break away from Judgment Day. Because I think Dominic would do really well by himself. And not the Judgment Day is boring or anything, but... Like, the two stars at Judgment Day is Dominic and uh, Rhea, and neither one of them need the Judgment Day. So I wonder if they break them up, 
And if they do, I think it would be cool to see Damian Priest maybe cash in for the NXT title. Like, send him down there and revamp. Because, like, he doesn't... To me, he doesn't make much of an impact on the main roster right now. You know, give him that, like, push. I think he was making an impact. Or, I think he was doing really good. And then, uh, I think Dominic got over with this whole prison gimmick and kind of, like, washed him out of the water. Yeah. Well, the same thing... You could say the same thing with Finn Balor, too. Like, he doesn't really, like push the needle anymore like he was before yeah so that's why i wonder like does it make sense to send damian priest down kind of like what they did with mandy rose or dolph ziggler and kind of reshape them a little bit and give them guys them next guys up a push i mean what would you do with them though i don't know i've never really liked damian priest like, when he first come into NXT, like, he just doesn't move... He's, like, one of those guys that doesn't move the needle for me. You know what I mean? Like... Sure. He is a good wrestler, and I know a lot of people liked him in ROH and stuff, but... Yeah. I don't know. He just... I, I don't know. He... I just don't know what else you do with him, because who else... Who else are you going to have him beat besides Seth Rollins? Because you're not going to... You're not going to build all this up and then screw Cody over. Well, I mean, I guess you can, but it wouldn't surprise me if WWE did that either, but I'm hoping they don't. Right. I don't know. Just a thought I had. Because I don't... And it's more of a, maybe not necessarily to revamp him, but to give some of them guys down there a rub to bring up. Right. So, I don't know. So, other news that that I saw was um, CM Punk was not on 2024, or 2K4, or... Yeah, the new WWE. 2K24, yeah, the new WWE game, yeah. But, he's an add-on. He's like a... Yeah, like a, um, a DLC thing, yeah. Yeah. So. I mean, that makes sense. That, that I mean, I would be okay with that. I mean, it, it makes sense because he joined later and they'd already pretty much developed the game by the time he joined. And pretty much almost every game now is made and then they hold back extra stuff to make more money on the game. Right. So... And it's easy to, like, add features to it. Yeah, I mean, it's... Yeah, it's not that hard to, like... Especially nowadays. Yeah, add extra content, you just download it. Yeah. So, other interesting news is that uh, Sean Spears came back to NXT. Yeah. So... You think he's gonna be Sean Spears? Well, he's Sean Spears. They announced oh, okay. him as Sean Spears. Hmm. That uh, Ty Dillinger, Perfect Ten. Interesting. So, and there was a post saying that, oh, well, Sean Spears, Cody, well, I mean, Sean Spears and, uh, um, Jake Cargill, And, um, there's another one that jumped over. Um, Andrade, they all kept their names and their, like, kind of gimmick. Um, coming back to WWE from what they had in, like, AEW. Well, <clears throat> I do know that, so, like, WWE in the past, and I don't know if they're still doing it or not, but WWE in the past has put, um, like, went out and got trademarks for, like, certain people's names and stuff. Yeah. Um, where I know Tony Khan hasn't done that. And, like, I don't, is Sean Spears his actual name? No. Okay, well, 
Jade Cargo, that's actually her name. I'm pretty sure. So I could see where, like, how are you going to trademark somebody's actual name? Right. You know, you really can't. Right. <clears throat> but, I mean, wrestling nowadays, pretty much, like, everybody just wrestles under, like, a real name. So, you know, you can't go wrong. But, I, I think, I think, to be honest with you, when WWE sees that Tony Khan didn't put a trademark on anything, they're willing to bring these guys in and be like, look, if you want to own the trademark, it'd be your person. Like, we're not going to touch any of that. Just to, like, give Tony Finger the middle finger. To Tony Khan the middle finger. Because, I mean, that's all it is. Is like, it's just shots back and forth between these two companies. Yeah. <clears throat> just, I mean, who else is... There is, in my opinion, there's nobody out there right now that can run with WWE. And the only promotion that has even rel any relevant chance is AEW because they obviously gave WWE run for their money when they first come out and it's changed a little bit now but <clears throat> if it's any indication of all these people going back to WWE after you heard for months years when AEW first started when people would jump ship oh it's totally different like Tony Khan's so nice, we're so glad to be here, we have so much freedom, and then now all of a sudden all these people are jumping back? Like, right. Something's going on. And is it now because Tony Khan's putting his foot down because everybody walked all <clears throat> over him and then now he's too much? Yeah. <clears throat> I don't know. Um, Speaking of the Sean Spears jumping over, though, uh, MJF went on Twitter or whatever the case was and said <clears throat> <clears throat> said something along the lines, it sucks that I'm not going to work with you or whatever. And um, uh, that uh, he wishes him good luck, mm. my friend. So... That tells you right there that uh, MJF is still AEW. So he's going to ride that out until it dies. <clears throat> I'm wondering if his contract didn't end when everybody said it was supposed to at the start of this year because of his injury. Because I, I don't know if you've ever paid attention to contracts before, but like when... I know WWE used to do this. I don't know if they still do, and I don't know if AEW does this. But if they get hurt, their contract stops because they're like not available to work or whatever, and right. their contract almost freezes. So I wonder if MJF's contract got frozen when he hurt his shoulder, but then they worked out some kind of deal because he was still working injured, <clears throat> like to finish out that storyline, get the belt off of him. Yeah. So I wonder if that's what happened. So then he's got, let's say he's got like four months left or whatever still, and he's waiting to come back. Sure. I, I don't know. I'm just speculating. I I mean, I, I know that the contract freezing thing is pretty popular in wrestling. Yeah. So. <clears throat> well, I mean, you're paying the guy money to be injured. Right. Almost. Right. And it'd be different if they're just not using you, you know, for your contract to run out. So. Yeah. So then the other thing that we saw that uh, <clears throat> TNA is reportedly considering moving to uh, live TV and Full Sail University. I think that's a good thing for TNA. Yeah. Because then, <clears throat> then you get the high production. Because Full Sail, essentially, I don't know if you've ever looked up Full Sail. It's basically like um, a school for... Like camera work and like TV and movie. I don't know if they do movies, but you know. So a lot of the, the people I think are like students and stuff. Um, so it's like good on both ends. Um, I don't know. I think it'd be cool, especially they got this new streaming thing. Like they can just put their stuff straight on stream. Yeah, I think the only problem with going to live TV, especially doing a weekly show, <clears throat> um, that kind of takes away from your abilities to do other bookings possibly 
Right. But usually, most of the time when you're doing bookings, it's like you're flying out like Thursday or something like that, or Friday morning, mm -hmm. working a show Friday, flying out Saturday, yeah. Sunday, you know, coming back Monday. Well, and the thing with TNA is they're probably not going to do the, <clears throat> except for maybe pay-per-views, because right now their pay-per-views are the only thing that's live, and I think their pay-per-views... I don't know how they're set up, but I think they tape in the same spot for their weekly show. So, I don't know, maybe they just ha tell their guys, like, whoever signs, be like, okay, we're fine with you taking bookings anywhere else, but you had to be available, let's just say, Wednesdays for TV taping. Right. And then, here's your pay-per-view. And they're not going to use everybody for pay-per-views, obviously. Right. And you're, I don't know if everybody will get used every week for TV tapings, but... If it's in full sale, I mean, ninety percent of the wrestlers nowadays live in Florida, anyways. So, I mean, it would be nice to like see them do like smaller venues. <clears throat> I mean, maybe that's coming. Maybe they're gonna give this like like ROH did, you know, and mm -hmm. just travel to city to city and do the smaller shows and whatnot, kind of like MLW. Yeah. Well, I do know that NXT, even though it was taped too. Every once in a while, they go out on the road with them guys. So maybe TNA is going to do the same thing if they're going to go to full sale. I don't know. I think it's hard to tell because, I mean, this is... What I sent you about that was just, um, <clears throat> like, some speculation, some rumors. Yeah, I don't think NXT really did a whole lot of travel, though. I think they did, like, more of, a, like, a travel in, in, the, in the southeast or whatever. Maybe. They came up here. Did they? Mm-hmm. Where were they? At, uh, Turner. Were they? Yeah, they came to Turner Hall, like, a couple winters ago, oh, when Adam yeah, Cole was still in. Yeah, they did. Like, it was like an end-of-the-year thing. I think NXT, like, basically stayed in Florida and just did all their tapings and stuff there, and then, like, towards the end of the year, they do, like, one... Like, circuit, they'd go out and, like, hit stuff real quick, and then go back. Okay. I forgot all about that. Yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, if TNA is really thinking about moving back to live, and they're gonna do that, I think they probably, and they're going to full sale, I think they follow the model of NXT. Because that's essentially what they are right now. Yeah. In, in a nutshell, I mean. Sure. Um... But then, speaking of TNA, they signed my boy. Hammerstone. Hammerstone. That's right. The Hammer. You know, the Hammer actually knows uh, of um, my, my gym buddy, Seth Barton. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, he... Uh, the Hammer follows Seth Barton on social media. Nice. And knows that, because uh, one day, I was... Um, Scrolling through his uh, Instagram page, my buddy Seth Spartan, mm -hmm. and um, the Hammer liked one of his uh, posts. Oh, nice. So, it, it, they must know each other from uh, like a bodybuilding yeah. um, <clears throat> show that they went to. That makes sense. Yeah. Hmm. So. Well, I don't know. Um, what do you, I mean, what do you think? You think... It's a good good signing for TNA or for Hammer or both of them at the same time. What do you think about that? You, you know, I think it's a good signing for both of them. Um, I think Hammer's got a really good look, and you can mold him into something great, mm -hmm. um, especially being a um, jacked-up guy like he is. Right. So... Um, there's just a lot of potential for for good build up with him. Something great, for sure. Um, kind of like a Bobby Lashley almost, you know. For sure. Um, side note on Hammer's, I saw it on a post. I forgot to tell you this, but uh, the Hammer was looking for a, a singer for his band. Oh, really? Yeah. So if you were in the the Phoenix area, hit him up. You know. Well, I can't sing, so. Well, I mean, you can give it a shot, you know? <laughs> you and the Hammer can uh, be in a band together. Yeah. Yeah, it's him on lead guitar, Hulk Hogan on bass. <laughs> right. 
<clears throat> but um, yeah, ultimate, no. ultimate warrior on the drums. Yeah. What do you think this means for MLW? Because I've seen some other posts that, um, obviously we we talked about earlier the, um, those the tag team Samoan guys, Lance Anawahi and that other guy are leaving MLW. Um, Marlon Reed, I know I don't you remember him? He walked around with yep. tape on his mouth. He he just left. Um, his contracts up. A lot of these guys' contracts up with MLWs. So what do you think that means for them? You know, ever since the, the ever since the pandemic and whatnot, I think uh, MLW's just been kind of like off in its own little world, and there really wasn't, I'll say, much coming out of it. I think mm-hmm. it wasn't like it was when we got into it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because they were on fight, you could watch them, you know, and you could stay up with their shows, and then the pandemic hit, and then it's just like, okay, well. Yeah. Yeah, now it's all over. I think, I mean, the same thing happened with NWA, too. Right. You know? Um, And I think the NWA is slowly kind of building its way back up, but I think one of the main problems is, is they don't, They don't have that access to get popular again. You know what I mean? Right. Well, my thing too is, so like a lot of these guys are leaving because they've gained enough traction that they're go, they're making that next step. You know, Hammer's right. going to TNA. You know, some of these guys um, have made their rounds now. Um, and then, yeah, like you said too, like there's not enough like, there is platform space, but then at the same time, there's not enough platform space, if that makes sense. Right. Because I, I think a lot of these platforms there's, don't want to take a chance. Because, like, people will be like, oh, yeah, I like wrestling, but they only watch WWE. Right. So when you bring when you bring a wrestling thing on, they watch, like, one episode, and they're like, eh, it was okay. Like, you got to have a killer first episode. And when you have people who don't have, an, like, a name value... Right. I think it's harder for these platforms to pick people up like that. Well, I mean, if we remember correctly, too, is that, like, when we went to that show, AEW was not in existence. Right. And at least a quarter to half the guys on the MLW roster are on AEW or were on AEW. Right. And the same thing with NWA. Like, when it was on Fight... At the beginning, slash YouTube, right? Without being have a like a paid wall, um, a lot of their guys have gone to have left. You know, you don't have Nick Aldis anymore. You don't have Eddie Kingston. You don't have Camille. You don't have you know Cole Cabana, right? You know, all those guys that helped like kick off power, right? Um, and. And Power was such a great show when it was on fight. You know what I mean? It was set up like perfect. It was. I mean, I really enjoyed it. It was It was that old school vibe thing. No entrance music. Come out, cut the promo on live. Like a live TV audience. Yeah. And like... Right. It was like an hour long. Yeah. You got two, three matches. Some promos to move some stories along. And then I, I felt that they had a good system set up too. Because like... They do those storylines, whatever storylines they do, like the five, six, seven between whatever, the season would end. And then when they start a new storyline, they start a new season. So yeah. then if you missed season two and jumped into season three, it's not like you really missed anything. Right. And then they were gaining traction when they were starting to do the stuff with uh, with ROH. Yeah. And then the pandemic hit and then stuff came out about Marta's Girl and then it all kind of fell apart. Right. But, yeah, I don't know. It'd be interesting to see where, like, TNA and MLW and NWA and some of these other promotions would be if, like, COVID never happened. But at the same time, maybe some of these guys wouldn't be where they're at without COVID either. Yeah. So, it's like a double-edged sword. Yeah. It is. Definitely is. I don't know. 
MLW has died before and come back. TNA's died before and come back. I think a lot of these places will be okay. There's always going to be wrestlers to fill other wrestlers' shoes. Yeah. Um, Regal's kid, Charlie Dempsey, um, is the new what? Heritage? Yeah, he's like Heritage Cup champ or whatever. Heritage Cup champ, okay. Well, that's kind of interesting. That's cool and interesting at the same time, you know. Um, Chris Jericho came out as Lionheart, no Judas. Yeah, that's pretty cool. <clears throat> to an empty AEW arena again. <laughs> um, something exciting planned for March 6th at AEW Dynamite. There's something always exciting playing. Tony Khan's going to poop on that national TV. <clears throat> he has, like, nothing important to say. I don't know why he keeps saying there's something special, there's going to be something special. And it's honestly never all that special. Yeah. And why do you need to make an announcer? Why can't you just book a good segment... That teases it. You know, like WWE does. They, Especially with Bray Wyatt. They didn't come out and say, oh, there's something special coming. They just booked a lot of crazy things. Moved the story along. <coughs> or especially when they brought Jericho in. Since we just brought up Jericho. You know. They timed it just right with the turning of the century. I mean, why why can't he do that? Why does he have to come out and be like, oh, there's something special coming in two weeks. Make sure you tune in. Because I, I just saw on Facebook on Thursday, because <clears throat> I guess it came out that Triple H won Booker of the Year for this year. Oh. For 2023. And wow. Some, somebody had made a post that said, Four is bigger than one and showed a picture of Tony Khan holding up four fingers like, like this. And, uh, it's like, dude, <laughs> Triple H technically couldn't have won Booker of the Year any years past because he wasn't the full-time Booker. And in the past, WWE was hot garbage. Right. The other times AEW won. And who, those are your, those are the only two that are ever going to, besides New Japan, that are ever going to get consideration because all the other ones are smaller and right. not enough people watch them. Yeah. It's, I don't know. It's stupid. I, it's so frustrating. I don't think he's that good of a booker. I mean. No, I don't think so either. I listen to other wrestling podcasts and they, every single one of them says, we don't know what's going on with AEW. Yeah, they have some decent shows. They put on some good matches, but nothing's like continuous. There's there is no story. It's just people wrestling, right? And they're like, it's and the the guys even say like, oh yeah, we watch, but we don't necessarily have to because we're not going to miss anything yeah. besides a match. It's Matthew and Nicholas Jackson's backyard wrestling show. I don't even think they have anything to do with that anymore. Yeah, I don't like, know. I, I legitimately think it's all Tony Khan. Because be. Matt Jackson's not even a... I don't even think he's a VP, uh, EVP anymore. Probably not. I think he stepped down. Him and his wife stepped down. Yeah, probably not. And probably. Kenny Omega's hurt. Sting's last match is Sunday. Yeah, Revolution is Sunday. I'm interested to see what they're doing with that. I don't know. It'll probably be a good match. I mean, hopefully. I don't think they'll do anything too crazy. Um, I just hope that they give Sting the respect that uh, oh, I think he they deserves. Will. I think they will, for sure. And not, like, have him laid out in the middle of the ring at the end of the night. You know what I mean? Right. <clears throat> so... 
Side note, I got a text from my brother this week, and uh, he goes, hey, you see the Iron Claw yet? And I said, oh yeah, I've seen it. Mm -hmm. I said, I've seen it in theaters. He goes, oh man, it was a good movie. It was uh, really a heartbreaking story. <laughs> I was like, yeah. And then we, we kind of texted back and forth a little bit on it. And I was like, yeah, they had another brother that wasn't in the movie either. So, I mean, he's like, yeah. And then they had the little brother that died too. And I'm like, yep. So, um, that movie, it, like, it, it was, it was really good, I thought. And... I think they did a pretty nice job with the story behind it to make it kind of theatrical. Oh, yeah, 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 for sure. In that sense, <clears throat> instead of like a documentary, I know a lot of people were like, well, not, not according to the documentary. Nah, 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 nah. Well, it's a movie. It's not a documentary. Right. Well, and that's what I said from the beginning when we were talking about it. Like, right. They got to change things. They got to make things more exciting to keep people interested in the movie the whole time and... You can't put the entire story. Right. And I know, like, Dave Meltzer had a big de big issue with, well, they showed this after this, and that actually happened first. Yeah, the like, timelines weren't all... And, like, that's not the point of the movie, because... <clears throat> and I get it. Like, you want things to make sense for the people who know about the Von Erichs and the story and stuff. And I right. felt like it did. It's not like it didn't make sense. Right. But, like, you gotta consider... Wrestling fans are like, what? 3% of the entire population of the United States. Probably. If that. And so you got to get people invested who aren't wrestling fans. You right. got to tell a story for people who don't know anything about them, don't care about wrestling. They just want to know about the story. And I think that they did that. I mean, it, I, I, think it, I think it really did do that because you were telling me that when you and your parents and uh, uh, your brother and... Uh, Ashley went to uh, see the movie mm -hmm. is that your mom picked up her phone was like scrolling through and found out all this information right. about Eric. It, it was uh, yeah I think it did its job it did its job I think I think it told a good story it was a good movie it made sense and then it got people interested and picked up their phone to like Google all that stuff and figure right. things out <clears throat> yep uh, so, I mean, I don't know. I think it opened up doors for more movies like it. Yeah, definitely. So, I don't see how it didn't do a good job. But Yeah. I can't remember what I was listening to or watching or whatever the case was. But um, I saw and heard something about, um, I think it was a podcast that I was listening to or something like that. But, um, let me carry on. They were talking about Lance Von Erich, the mm -hmm. MJF character, mm -hmm. and how stupid it was for MJF to be on there. And, like, the, they were talking about his character being underutilized when he's, like, the best talker in the game and whatnot and blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. Like... So what? Right. <clears throat> well, it's not. It's not reality. Right. Well, and two, you know what I mean? Two people have to realize they did cut a lot of scenes that he did, and by that point in the movie, all they were just trying to portray was the fact that, because essentially, even though the movie's about the Von Erichs, essentially it's being told from David's or. From Kevin's perspective. Right. So, like, they were just trying to show in that moment, like, that he was tagging with other people and stuff like that, and he wasn't happy because he wasn't wrestling with his brothers and doing what he, like, loved to do, which is basically he just wanted to be a brother. Right. You know, if they took wrestling away from him and they could just be a family, he would, they would have been happy. You know what I mean? Like, that's what they were trying to portray. Yeah. Like, things were just falling apart for him. Right. Um, so, like, yeah. To go off what you're saying. Why, yeah, who, why does it matter? Why does MJF have to be in a pertinent role? Like, 
right. they put him in there because he's a wrestler, and people who are wrestling fans are going to be like, oh my god, this MJF, like... Yeah, I mean, if you blink, you missed him. Right, yeah, I don't know. I, he, he, I think he did, like, one move in the movie, and, like, did a flex. Yeah, pretty much. And if much. you weren't paying attention, you would have missed him. Right, pretty much. Yeah. So, I don't know, I just... <clears throat> I get why people would be upset, like, hardcore wrestling fans, because they'd be like, wow, this, wow, that, and, oh, well, you know, um, Jeremy Allen White, he doesn't look like um, Carrie and blah, blah, blah. It, it literally doesn't matter. I mean, because you could make the same argument about any other movie. Be like, well, this movie is about a book, and... They did this and this different, and it's like it. Movies and books are different. Movie and real life are different. Like right. you gotta, you want to sell tickets to the movie, so you gotta change stuff around to get people's butts in the seats. Right. I mean, if you if you looked at Kevin, right, back in the day, and then you looked at, um. Oh, Zach Efron. Zach Efron, you know, his character in the movie. Like, there's like no similarity because, I mean, Zach Efron was like jacked up. Right. You know, I mean, Kevin was never really jacked up, I don't think. I mean, I think he was like kind of shredded, but he wasn't huge. <clears throat> yeah. You know, he had muscle, but he was definitely was not as big as Carrie. No. You know, so. Yeah, yeah I mean, Carrie was like. Well put together, you know. He might have had a little help. Yeah, a little help, you know. <laughs> yeah. It was the eighties, seventies, eighties. But I don't know. I I get it. Yeah, and I don't know. I thought it was a really good movie, and I definitely watch it again for sure. Yeah. Um, it was supposed to be coming out on HBO Max. Oh, nice. At some point in time, that's what I heard anyway. <laughs> but anyways, regardless, I just thought I'd throw that in. No, because no, that was cool. My uh, my brother. Uh, I mean, he used to watch wrestling and whatnot with me and what, but um, he was never really into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I was. Um, I mean, my brother that died too. I mean, he was into wrestling with me, so mm-hmm. he watched wrestling a lot. Yeah. Um. But uh, yeah, I just thought that was kind of unique that he asked me if I saw the Iron Claw. And right. He said that he finished it on like Monday or something like that. He was like, "Yep." I just finished the Iron Claw. Yeah. <laughs> like, choked me up at the end. <laughs> but, um... I, I, I did buy that song on uh, iTunes, uh, I Want to Live That Way. The song that um, Mike sings at the party. Oh. I mean, I kind of remember... Claw. It was at the end of the movie, too. I kind of remember it, but then I kind of don't, to be honest with you. I had to go back. I mean, I'm sure, like, if I heard it, I'd be like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't, kind of don't remember it. Um, so, yeah. Mm. So, The Rock acknowledged Roman Reigns last night on SmackDown. Yeah. You are my tribal chief. Um, and then I saw somebody on Twitter was freaking out. Oh, they- I know what I was talking about before when we were... Before the podcast. Roman Reigns is his tribal chief, but The Rock is the high chief. Oh. I get what you're saying. Yeah. <clears throat> Think about that. If that actually yeah. comes down to it. Well, like, You're my tribal chief, but I'm the high chief. Acknowledge me. Yeah. Like, he, yeah, he's head of all the other tribal chiefs. Right. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Well, I'm. The problem is. Well, finish my last thought. Some guy was freaking out on Twitter because The Rock, when they did the the point thing, The Rock stuck out his thumb again. Yep. Um, And ever. This guy was freaking out, like, ah, this guy can't do it right, blah, blah, blah. It's like, he's doing it on purpose. Like. It's clearly a hidden message, and that's what they do in wrestling. They put little hidden messages in there and see if people can pick them up. Yeah. Like, they always hint at the next move. And like I was telling you before the podcast, too, could be wrong, but 
I think they're going to do Cody and Roman, night one, Cody beats Roman, and then The Rock comes out and is like, you don't deserve to be tribal chief, and they're going to wrestle for that. And I get what you're saying about the high chief thing. Yeah. But I think there's going to be a blow-off for sure between those two. and At some point in time, yeah. Yeah. And if it's not at WrestleMania, I'll be shocked, because I don't know how long The Rock's going to stay around. But I definitely know that The Rock is not going to wrestle both nights. I, I do know. I can almost guarantee it. Because yeah. they're not going to take a chance of people wrestling night one and somebody potentially getting hurt when they're supposed to be doing sub night two. What What if Roman loses to Cody mm-hmm. on whatever night and then The Rock comes back and was like, you're not the tribal chief anymore. I'm the high chief, you're out. The only thing is, is there's... They gotta be able to satisfy people, so they have to wrestle because it can't just be a word of mouth thing. Because then people are gonna be like, "Well, I can't. I just come in and say I'm the travel chief, and then the Rock leaves." Can they wrestle at the next pay per view? But are you gonna have them wrestle it? I think the next pay per view after WrestleMania is like day one. You're gonna have those two wrestle at a nothing pay per view because from from WrestleMania, which is in late March, early April. To SummerSlam, which is in August. That's a long time. Yeah, it's a long time stringing out, right? And with Roman already on his, like, shortened schedule, and he's not going to be champ, like, that just doesn't make sense. So I think they almost have to do it after Roman loses to Cody. Because they can't do it before, because then Cody doesn't get the satisfaction that he had before. Yeah. Like, yeah, he'll finish his story. But it won't be the same because it'll be like, oh, Roman lost to The Rock. No, of course he lost to Cody. Like, you can't... Unless they don't care about Cody's title run. Right. They have to have Cody beat Roman first. They have to. Yeah. Because then, like, people are still satisfied by Rock and Roman. Because the title doesn't need to be in the picture between those two. But then, like, I don't think as many people will be like, well, Roman lost to Cody the night before. Like, of course he's tired. and Like, that. I don't think people are going to say that as much. Yeah. So, I don't know. We'll see. And especially with rumors swirling that all these people are going to join, you know, Tamatunga and all these other guys. Like, that's the only way I can see them joining the bloodline and making sense where if, like, if Roman really does want to go on this long hiatus and break, like, The Rock beats him, and then The Rock stays in his, the head person or whatever, and they go along with the rest of these guys. That's the only thing that I yeah. see. You know, it would be nice if these guys do come in, to stick them down with NXT and have them hook up with The Rock's daughter. And they could do that. Well, see... And have, like... That going on. Yeah, like a separate... Like a... Kind of like a separate thing down there. Yeah. And then, like, just the development into their system mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And you can have, like, somebody come down and... Yeah, they're still part of the same faction, but it's just right. like... Maybe have some guest appearances <clears throat> on Raw or something. Yeah, you know? yeah. No, that'd be cool. That would That'd be cool. Right. I think for as big as this family is like with the blood oath and stuff like that i mean because like i don't know if you've looked at the stuff but they got like jimmy snooker in there and then some other families and stuff i think the options are unlimited the amounts of things you can do and who you can bring in and who you want to bring in and do stuff with like yeah i mean they could bring rikishi back if they wanted to and do stuff with rikishi i mean I mean, I don't know. Yeah. A quick side note. Um, Jimmy, I saw a video of, like, Jimmy and Cody and uh, Jay, like, fighting after Raw or something like that. And <laughs> Jimmy Jimmy was, like, stranded in the ring by himself, and he was, like, trying to, like, get the crowd into it and, like, not get beat up by Cody and then his brother. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's like jumping up on the ropes and doing the, the yeet thing or whatever, oh. uh, whatever, no yeet or whatever Jay does. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, he did that on like two ropes, and then they ended up like super kicking him and yeah. putting him in the crossroads and whatnot. I thought that was kind of funny. So I'm gonna say Jimmy's my wrestler of the week. Just yeah, for, just, just for like the character he's playing right yeah. now. He's kind of like the 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 goofball, but you know. You think they're gonna have them to wrestle at WrestleMania? It's possible. Like the squash kind of beef, kind of like Cody and Dustin did possible i wonder if that would be better than um no 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 <laughs> you want to see see uh jay wrestle at wrestle gunther for the intercontinental title i mean i would like to see the like jay get like that big signals title like an intercontinental or u.s title or whatever the case is but um no i just don't think that um we would see that caliber of a match that Cody and Dustin put on with the Usos. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, because if you're, if you're going back and watching that match, I mean, that was something special to watch. That was a crazy match. Yeah. That was probably one of the best wrestling matches I think I've ever seen. I mean, the, the, the bloodshed and whatnot, I mean, you would have never got that on WWE TV. Oh, yeah, for sure. So. Yeah. I mean, that, that was a damn good match. Yeah. I'd go back and watch it today and still be in shock. Right. Like, it was just, everything was, like, perfect. Right. <clears throat> yeah, they told a really good story. Um. So, anything else you got? Because uh, we're running out of time here. I don't think so. Uh, oh, the only thing I do have is um, New Japan Cup started. Okay. So... Uh, I'll keep my eye on that the best I can moving forward. Um, but yeah, other than that, uh, I think my wrestler of the week is probably... Um, shoot. I don't know. I guess I gotta go with Rhea Ripley. Okay. And she's been killing it. She had a great match with, with Nia Jack a couple weeks ago uh, at the pay-per-view. Okay. And um, I don't think she's losing at, uh, at WrestleMania. I think they're going to keep her the title on her. Probably. <clears throat> so, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't even think there's anybody even in her class. Not really at the moment. I mean... You still got... Jade Cargill that's out there that she's going to get built up eventually. I mean, I don't even know what Jade Cargill is doing right now. Nothing, I don't think. Yeah. Because she was supposed to be in the Elimination Chamber and they ixnade that. That Elimination Chamber gets pretty fertile. Even for the women. It's a lot different than what it was before. Yeah, it was. It is. <sighs> it's like not even the same. No. <laughs> like not even remotely the same. Right. Those first two matches were... Yeah. Nuts. Um, and the structure was different, too. I mean, they were... Yeah. Taking bumps on steel grating, so... Yeah. And push it, putting each other through the pods and stuff. Right. So... Yeah. Um, other than that, yeah, Revolution is uh, tomorrow night. Yep. I know nothing about the card besides Sting and Darby Allen against the Young Bucks. Hangman's going against Swerve, I believe... And Samoa Joe's wrestling somebody. Yeah. That's all I know. It doesn't matter what AEW's doing. Because nobody's going to watch it. Yeah. Nobody's going nobody's to be in the arena. <laughs> um, quick side note, since we only have like two minutes left. But um, there was that in-ring promo that Charlotte and Dom did a while back when um, he was calling Charlotte Mommy or something like that. Um... And um, Andrade came back, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then Andrade and Dominic just had a, a face-to-face or whatever. And he was like, hey, man, nice seeing you, blah, 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 blah. So Andrade and Dom, that's going to be a match coming up here. So they're going to finish that, that little story that they created there. Interesting. So huh. watch for that. That should be interesting. Yeah, it should be good. Andrade's really good in the ring, so... He is. As long as they let him do what he can do. Right. 
Well, I think that's it for this week. I think that's it, yep. So, until next week, right? Yeah. All right. All righty. We're out of here. Later. Follow us on Twitter at BeerCityBoys1. That's the number one, not spelled out. BeerCityBoys1. If you want to get in touch with us, you can reach us by email. Our email is hottagpodcast2020 at gmail.com. Hot Hot tag out. out.